This is App of the Hour. A life pro tip. When you get a compliment for doing a good job at work or cooking delicious food or anything you did well, just say thank you. Do not tone it down by saying something like, it was so easy, or it was actually the spices I used, or anyone could have done that. Just smile and say thank you. Sometimes, humbleness or a desire for modesty can lead a person to downplay their worth. Understandable. However, accept credit when credit is due. It may help others who aren't familiar with your accolades take notice of you. You should know. Expect strange behavior from your friends and family this holiday season that may not be noticeable while interacting online, especially those who live and work alone. Mental health issues, speech impediments, etc. can become worse when a person is isolated. Why you should know? While this year has been hard on everyone, those who live, work alone, may be going days or weeks without in-person interactions or even speaking. If a friend, family member, or loved one who has been isolated is spending time with you, it is because they care about you. Pointing out their strange, non-harmful behavior will likely make them feel worse about something they're aware of but struggling to control. One of the greatest attributes of humanity is our will to live and our ability to adapt. Adaptation allows someone to face immense challenges and through their sheer will to live may adapt to the situation in order to preserve their survival. On a less critical scale, Adapting can come in the form of coping mechanisms to help oneself process the world around them. The world around them, also considered as one's environment. When we hear that statement, that someone is a product of their environment, this is what they are referring to. A child surrounded by an environment full of love and an opportunity may go on to approach the world with optimism and curiosity. A child from an environment of hardship and abuse may approach the world with fear and timidness, reserved and cautious not to trigger pain they may be coping with. Coping, that word again. Though we all cope in one form or another with common stresses, the coping mechanisms we've formed over time can shape who we are intrinsically and attest to this is how we see ourselves versus how others may see us. One blatant example is how people behave online versus in person. Though they are the same person, it's much easier to type words that express their thoughts and feelings than to actually face them. How many times have you received a message from someone that said, quote, I'm fine, and questioned, either openly or in your head, are they really? Face to face, it's far more difficult to hide your emotion. As we speak, our body communicates various tales of how we genuinely feel. The expressions on one's face, the tone of their voice, 
the posture of their body, all micro-expressions communicating emotion through body language. This is where the expression poker face comes from, as a skilled poker player is able to conceal their emotions while possibly bluffing the other players. I know this may seem like a bit of a tangent, but let's dig deeper into this word that keeps coming up for a bit. Coping. Coping, or the root word to cope, originates from the 14th century word copen, spelled C-O-U-P-E-N. The old meaning of the word was to quarrel, come to blows, deliver blows, or engage in combat, which stems from the old French couper, known earlier as colper, C-O-L-P-E-R, meaning hit or punch, from the root colp, C-O-L-P, which is a blow or strike. Strike. That's an interesting sounding word, but I won't get into it at the moment. Coupe. That old French obsolete 14th century word for a blow or strike, coupe, culp, c-o-u-p, and c-o-l-p, are actually from the medieval Latin culpus, from vulgar Latin culapus, from Latin colaphus, meaning a cuff, box on the ear, and from Greek kolaphos, a blow, buffet, punch, or slap. In 1852, all of the above were in reference to a word that gives meaning to a sudden decisive act, short for coup d'etat. In modern French, the word is a workhorse describing everything from a pat on the back to a whipping, and is used as well of thunder, gusts of wind, gunshots, and chess moves. Moving forward, the meaning evolved by the 18th century into handle successfully or deal with perhaps influenced by now obsolete cope, to traffic, bargain for, or buy, in relation to terminology used in North Sea trade from the 15th to 17th century. Now that, of course, is from the Flemish version of the Germanic source of the English word for cheap, but at this point, I've digressed. This holiday, when spending time with friends and family, especially those that live in isolation, there may be strange or quirky behavior you may notice from them. It may also contradict behavior they've expressed prior to your visit. However, consider that it may be due to a coping mechanism they've subconsciously developed to adapt to their situation, be it an eating habit or way of speech in response to their depression or anxiety or any other form it may present itself as they cope with something they may not want to discuss. Be kind and considerate as things may be different for better or for worse if you were not there for them at all. And finally, you should know, there are at least eight different types of burnout and you might have more than one. Why you should know? Well, a lot of people miss the signs of being burned out. But even if you realize that you're at the end of your rope, you might not know exactly why. Knowing what type or types of burnout you have will help you come up with a plan for dealing with it. Here are the eight types. Mental burnout. My mind can't process anymore. It's fried. 
emotional burnout. These heavy or anxious emotions are exhausting. Compassion burnout. I can't hold any more loving space for anyone else. I'm tapped. Relational burnout. I've been overgiving to others. My organization or my community or family, and I am over it. Survival burnout. I'm exhausted from trying to make ends meet and stay afloat. Atlas burnout. The weight of taking on so much is too much. I can't hold it all anymore. Passion burnout. I love what I do, but I've given too much and I've pushed myself too hard. Physical burnout. My body is fighting against me. I have depleted my life force. If you are experiencing burnout of any kind, it's recommended to recognize which type of burnout you are experiencing and use the appropriate harmonizing practice to reverse the burnout. For more details on what that means, consider reading the book these statements can be accredited to, Overwhelming and Over It, by the author Christine Arillo. Additionally, I suggest taking time to meditate and attempt to get quality sleep. I personally believe sleep does wonders for your health and is essential to recharging your mind, body, and energy. That is all.